Hi everyone, I'm Summer and I'm Vanessa and welcome to the Sit Still Look Pretty podcast. So today we're talking about something a little less exciting, a little less happy and cheery. Okay, this is very exciting for me. I I love this stuff. I mean, no, but I don't think it's exciting in the way that it's like, it's a good thing. This is quite terrifying. So obviously you've read the title, you've clicked on the episode for a reason. And obviously we're going to be talking about inflation and the effects of inflation on like certain key areas of life, energy bills, real estate. We're just going to be having like a kind of chat about it from people who are going through it themselves, people who studied the financial crisis in 2008 at law school and now are trying to kind of get their head around the fact that we are now working women and trying to move out of our family homes and figuring out how to navigate kind of the effects of COVID and I guess quite a controversial statement but I guess the poor financial kind of management seen under the current conservative government that we have it's a very controversial statement but I do think that inflation is a natural thing I think it is going to happen in life prices and and things they fluctuate dependent on different socioeconomic factors and wars and like covid like that completely disrupted the entire way that the world was running and industries were closing down and things like that but I think my problem when we're going to talk about student loans in a minute but I think my main problem with it is genuinely to a certain degree feels like we're paying for everything that happened during covid like even though we were not the cause, I guess no one was the cause. And I guess you all got a bundling together. But obviously when you've got MPs salaries going up and your utilities going up, but your salary kind of staying the same, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to not feel that kind of, I guess, resentment towards everything that's, that's going on at the moment. And you've got Rishi Sunak's wife, who non-dom status and one of the richest women in the world and paying taxes in that way. And it's just, I think the whole thing is quite, that whole thing is very interesting. So if you are listening to this, you are not alone in your resentment towards anything that's going on. And if you think this is a really controversial statement, it is indeed. But yeah, I did want to just put that in that I am, I can't obviously speak for Vanessa, but I'm very much with a lot of people in terms of the the increasing in in prices and cost of living is really unattainable for a lot of people especially gen z who just leaving uni and aren't earning as much as they could have and have no choice but to to live in the family home i'm just gonna jump in and start off with saying that gen z overall i think is poor when it comes to money management and obviously I think we all have money management issues like some of us just spend and some of us like you either spend all you have or you either save everything it's very rare to like master the I suppose balance but I think the rise of social media and stuff I know that this is not the focus of this episode but I think it eases nicely into it is this consumption culture by these things by this like by that and obviously you're like easily influenced into it because I've been a victim of it myself TikTok and stuff it really influences you to buy certain things the trend passes when it comes to clothing and you end up with a bunch of stuff that you don't really use much or have never used so I think in that sense this generation has a little bit of an issue with money it's not to take away from the fact that what is going on at the moment overall is 
scared. I can't lie to you. I don't necessarily agree with the fact that this generation has an issue with money. I think it's a very traditionalist view in the sense that, you know, that younger generations because we're this age we shouldn't be allowed to enjoy ourselves and we shouldn't we have to be completely financially savvy and have it all together and we shouldn't be able to have this social life or we shouldn't be able to buy the nice things that we want and things like that I think is you're working hard for your money you should be able to spend it on what you like we didn't no generation had the financial education none of us did I think Gen Z Gen X millennials boomers none of us had financial education older generations I think they very much learn it going through life we haven't lived life to the extent that older generations have I think it's quite a controversial thing to say that the entirety of Gen Z doesn't have financial management when how are we supposed to like you you know these are things that you have to teach yourself when you consider it in contrast to the level of things that we have available to us these days compared to like how it used to be I don't know 50 60 years ago like we didn't have so much Put it this way, like the only example that I can think of, but I'm sure this applies across many industries, is clothing. So back in the day, like clothing collections weren't so quickly turned around to the point that they are today. Brands these days, they can literally take a week to manufacture a whole collection. And then the next week they have a new collection. So like the production speed is insane. And therefore the amount of things that are available to us is insane at the same time. Do you see what I'm saying? Like we have so much more choice these days. Yeah, but I don't think that comes down to financial management. I don't think that comes down to financial management. I just think it's just that we can buy more things than older generations did, but each generation had their vices. The older generation, I think making an episode for Gen Z and then saying that we don't have financial management is something that we have to learn and everybody should be able to learn that. But Gen Z, a lot of us are like 22 years old, fresh out of uni, didn't get taught anything financial management before uni the ones that didn't go to uni never really learned financial management but also uni gave a lot of people in terms of student loans and things like that two thousand pounds to last three months that's not real life that doesn't happen well now with the rise of inflation it may be real life but it's not real life we haven't lived life and I'm not saying it this in terms of a cop-out I just think that the fact that we should we have to we there's this kind of outdated view that we should choose between buying things that we enjoy and saving for a house most of us won't ever be able to afford a house that is a fact what I'm purely saying is that there is much more incentive to spend money today than there was back in the day there weren't as many Starbucks back in the day like there was no like you could walk down the street and you wouldn't have as much incentive to spend your money and that's also another like when you consider it in terms of advertising and ads and stuff like everywhere you walk these days there is an ad obviously it was back in the day as well but it's just to a much higher percentage yeah no there's a lot more things that you can buy but I think just because you can do something not everybody is doing that when you have a social media like not pressuring you but it enables you to kind of like oh you know I want to fit in I want to buy all these things mm. like what we said in the fast fashion episode like you want to mm. be like the other people because at the end of the day we're all social yeah. beings we want to belong and therefore it encourages you to spend and before you know it like 
you haven't saved that's just what I'm trying to say yeah but not everybody sets out their their life to save so I'm just we're just playing two sides of the coin here what I'm saying is that you don't have to save you don't if you don't ever want to buy a house in your lifetime you don't have to most of us won't be able to anyway if not everybody is going to be financially smart at this age and just there is an availability to do that thing doesn't mean everybody is doing that thing and I think this is a quite controversial argument to lead into kind of this episode because I think it's very much the older generations who don't understand the frustrations of this generation with things that they're not able to do and the things that we won't be able to do because of the effects of things that had been laid down before us and the cost of living and stuff like that like student loans is is a massive one like interest rates going up from for what four percent to twelve percent a lot of people that went to uni or that are doing postgrads and stuff like that they joined uni that the low interest rate is not in comparison to what it's going to be now it's it was low initially that was a massive incentive for people because a lot of people go to uni to study the thing that they love and and the thing that they want to become a specialist in whether that's law whether that's economics whether that's literature whether that's philosophy psychology sports sciences become a beautician people go to university to study the thing that they love and to enjoy that kind of experience and to further their career whatever it is that people go to uni for a lot of people have gone to uni for that and now the rising of interest rates and, and it's making it again unattainable for a lot of people because yeah they've increased interest rates expeditiously and there's not going to be anything anyone can actually do about that but also now the longevity of having to pay off over 40 years now you're going to be paying off your student loan what you leave uni when you're 21 you're going to be paying off your student loans and your student debts if you don't earn enough money to pay off before then until you're 61. I think they lowered the threshold for repayment so like before I think it was when you started earning what was it 25k a year that you'd start repaying yeah now it's 23 which is again it's ridiculous because the average I guess let's say 21 to 24 I guess they earn 25 grand it's so you've lot. got your 12 percent interest rates you're earning above what your that your base salary in, in terms of normal base yearly salary is more than is is it meets the threshold but also if you don't progress in your career and you don't attain to be a partner at a law firm and you don't attain to be a judge or you don't attain sorry it's very legal heavy but lost once a law student always a law student but you don't if you don't have aspirations to be the top of your field you're going to genuinely be living hand to mouth paycheck to paycheck every single month even if you're in a job you enjoy you're not going to have the quality of life that you enjoy like you could have if inflation didn't happen but isn't the whole point of going to uni to get a higher pay paying job because like not everyone goes to uni for that incentive no but I'm saying like when you have a degree you become more employable you can earn more and not necessarily but if you have gone to uni then why would you not want to earn more because not everybody goes into their career for money the point I'm making is more humanitarian one in the sense that some people just go to uni to study what they absolutely love and adore and become an expert in it being an expert in something doesn't necessarily correlate to the money you're going to be making in that not everyone wants to go get a degree so that they can be on a I don't know 75 to 100k salary at the end of it a lot of people who go into kind of engineering and sciences and software engineers and stuff like that not all of them need a degree 
there's a lot of roles that don't need a need a degree level educated and a lot of people now in, in the job market I was speaking to quite a few people when I was looking for my next job they're competing with people who have a degree in literally anything because anyone is looking to just be able to survive if you want to live in London flipping how TFL is 165 for the bus on its own I think also it's dependent on the career that you choose as well because if you went to med school and you graduated I think the entry-level salary for a doctor or whatever I think is like way above the threshold you know how for us if we went into law first year training yeah. salary is it's way right. above, it's way above the threshold I think I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's dependent on the career path that you choose because the entry-level salaries depending on what you do can vary and also monthly you also have the bills you have the increasing energy prices and you put all of that together especially, especially if we live in a country like the UK because it's like cold pretty much I don't know I want to say 90% I don't know I don't think that's unfair we only have two seasons we have Literally. summer and winter and that's it it's called like literally 90% of the time and mm-hmm. so you almost always have to have the heating on like mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. kind That's of true. rare it's rare when you don't have the heating on that's how you know yeah. and so when you consider that then you consider the tax you consider the mm-hmm. increasing council tax which apparently has mm-hmm. increased again rent in london is crazy like it's yeah someone and I are looking to move at the moment to put it into perspective <laughs> for you guys if you live with someone if you live with four or five people you can get that down to 750 excluding bills of course but about eight let's say 850 including bills but not everybody has the option to live with four people like three other people not everybody has that option and when the bank of england increasing their base rate in december to accommodate this kind of soaring inflation by 20 percent 20 0.25 and then they do that twice in 2022 already i think it's just really putting into perspective that a lot of people who even wanted to buy their homes can't even buy houses in the uk anymore it's just borderline going to be impossible you need to have a fat savings to be able to do that and let's not even talk about food and mm. transport if you live somewhere say you live in london and you live somewhere like relatively central then mm-hmm. you're fortunate enough to do a lot of walking so there, therefore you take transport a lot less so then you could like mm-hmm. minimize your transport expenses but your rent expense would still be high so like you can choose to spend you know less on rent and live like further out but then you'd spend a ton of money on transport yeah it's just catch 22 isn't it what are you left with at the end of the month how are you supposed to save i I think this is even another kind of perspective that I think is important when we're talking about like the housing situation not a lot of people can go into social housing you can't go like they're not really accepting high caliber people fresh out of uni if you're degree educated you couldn't get on the social housing ladder at all when they will deem you having a degree or or anything of a higher education or not being in extenuating circumstances as why don't you just go out and work so then you've got private rented homes and and, and things like that which are averaging like what 1088 a month 1000 88 pounds a month let me just put something that's rent alone let me put something into perspective for you my first 
sorry to cut you off but rent has gone up like a lot in the last year eight percent but this isn't even in london this is britain alone brit just britain alone rent has gone up by 10.8 percent. there's no cap on private landlords in london average rent prices are two thousand one hundred pounds or roughly two thousand two hundred pounds for one bed just ridiculous so yeah as i was saying my first job out of uni i was on 25 grand a year that was my yearly my yearly salary and because I worked during uni because again who can make two thousand pounds last them three months when you have to buy books when you want a social life when you have to cook for yourself and you're living in an economy you have to pay rent and utilities it's genuinely borderline impossible but so my tax was higher obviously because it was my second job since April 2021 and Basically, I was taking home roughly 1,666, I think. If I lived now, 1,000 pounds of that would be going towards my rent alone. Yeah, if I didn't live in London, if I lived like somewhere cheaper in the UK, if I lived like out of London and somewhere like less, more residential, less city-like where these 1,000 pound rent homes are 1000 pounds of that would be going on my rent but then i have 600 pounds if i had to travel into london on an actual train or because don't forget i can't afford the 2000 pound rent to live in london so i would have to live outside of london and get on an actual overground whatever train it would have been into london into euston anything like that those trains can go from anywhere between seven pound to 20 pound per ticket and if i didn't live near euston Let's say I'm going into Euston. Let's say I didn't live near Euston. Then I'd have to pay 165 if I had to get the bus or £2 something to get the train to into work. And then I'm also going to have to pay my utilities and utilities have gone up to... Well, I don't even remember what the percentage is now, but they've gone up expeditiously. So not only am I going to have to be paying hiring gas and, you know, electric and things like that, but then food prices have also gone up. So I have £600 to manage travelling to in and out of London on an overground train. My utility my council tax and to be able to eat so social life is gone so I have no there's no work-life balance I'm just gonna have to work myself into the ground and that's just to be able to survive on my salary alone that's not even luckily I live in like still with my parents but if I didn't live in that situation and I wasn't lucky enough to have that situation I wouldn't be able to live by myself there's no way in hell that I would live by myself because I can't afford it I would have to move in with three other complete strangers and I know that's very much becoming the norm and stuff like that but you shouldn't be forced into a situation like that because your base salary outside of uni because either your lack of experience because degree doesn't account to experience so your degree doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be getting paid more anyway so it's just a whole accumulation of things it's just borderline impossible to even exist and this is what I'm this is what kind of me and Vanessa were getting at when we had that like controversial debate at the beginning of the episode where we were Vanessa went down the financial literacy route and I went down the humanitarian route in the sense that you shouldn't be forced to have savings or you shouldn't feel like you can't exist without having savings everybody deserves a quality of life and that doesn't mean working yourself into the ground just to be able to eat you shouldn't have to pick between heating and food you shouldn't have to pick between any of these things you should just have a basic quality of life but because you've got the accumulation of a lack of financial literacy in the education system and you've got kind of politics not being as transparent as you know they should and obviously now I think a lot of of Britons and people in the UK are very much heavily relying on 
you know, investigations to come out for us to find out what the hell is going on with our government. And then obviously you shouldn't have to rely on those things in the news to find out what's going on. But also you shouldn't feel like at 22, you have to have 10 grand in your savings. If you want to do that, then of course, there's vices to obviously educate yourself. I'm not saying there isn't, but at 22, you don't have it all together. Just because you've gone to uni doesn't mean you have it all together. And I think I really want you guys to take away from the fact that it's a struggle out here. Uh, and I don't want any of you to I'm not saying you should like consistently save or like you should have this much in your savings or whatever because at the end of the day like we're all just living if you want to buy yourself something buy yourself something but what I am saying is that poor spending habits are encouraged yeah yeah they want you to be pulled out because they I think that creates debt and debt makes the world go round in a way because especially now with like inflation this is always super interesting to me because when you think about inflation when you look at it from the flip side because everything goes up it creates debt and debt then in turn feeds back into inflation it's a a cycle there's going to be a massive deduction i think we saw that in in the financial crisis everything just prices just fell and then they skyrocketed again and then everything came into to a happy medium which was obviously higher than it was previously and that's it's you have these roughly every 10 years so obviously it's 2022 now we weren't through covid for two years so obviously we didn't really see the major effects of what was going to happen because everything was on hold for two years now everything's no longer on hold and the regulations are gone and like the a massive after effect ripple effect from all of the regulations that were put in during covid not i'm not saying that they shouldn't have done that or whatever but the fact that we as you know, everybody chip in and pay for those consequences like the consequences of what happened i think it's a really difficult situation for us to be in other industries might suffer as well in the Mm. sense that if people can't you know afford to go out for a meal or they can't afford to buy themselves some clothes why do you think there's all of these discounts and also i read somewhere i can't remember where but prices restaurant prices are going up as well oh brilliant that's no, great news for me and vanessa price. me and vanessa love for me allow and obviously now yeah. we can afford it because like we still live at home and mm-hmm. you know, like we have we're in fences yeah but what happens when we move like but it's not even just that i think this is there's another really important factor here and what about the people who can't live at home what about the people whose mental health like whose mental health is so bad that they can't live at home because they have or they have no home to go back to what happens then like why is homelessness on the rise you've got whole families out on the streets because they literally can't afford to live like it's just the state of the the country right now I don't think I'm ever going to see it this bad in my lifetime but when you compare it to other places for example like my parents recently they brought back and they unpacked their bags and stuff and my mom took out this box of these like little cake things whatever it still had the price tag because like they had stuck it on it Mm-mm. it was like seven dollars something for a box and it had maybe five six chocolates in it seven dollars for that that is insane. yeah some girl on my tiktok came up the other day and she was saying that she got two avocados for ten dollars or something like that and she was like this is the cheapest that i think as well obviously with it depends from country to country but when it comes to like food and beverages and things like that it's a lot about imports and exports and things like that and how high the taxes are in, on those things and in america 
America is a lot bigger of a country than the United, well, England and, you know, the United I Kingdom. Like, I don't know what the salary, like, range is there, but if mm. the salary range is higher than it is here, then I suppose... Yeah. Set, but, but, yeah, I'm not saying other countries don't have a bad quality of life. I've never really experienced or spoken to anybody from other countries, particularly about their previous quality of life. I think that's quite a harsh thing to, to oh, ask right. somebody. Like, but I think in terms of the UK, this is the worst I think I'm ever going to see it in my lifetime unless we keep going on the trajectory that we're going on like it does make you think I know we are still really young it feels like summer and I say this all the time but it feels like we're like way older than we are yeah Um, but I feel like we've had to take on a lot of what's the word generational burdens not just (laughs) Vanessa and I but I think like us as a generation I think we're getting a lot of heat from all sides especially from the past two years of COVID and stuff like that we're supposed to be the ungrateful generation like it's just like, just a never-ending cycle it's just an it's just a never-ending cycle until things finally reach a happy meet this whole increase in, in utilities and I guess the growing fear and concern that we will never be able to buy a house and in, in like we're from London so we will never be able to have buy a house in London potentially or ever buy a house at all depending on the trajectory of our careers and depending on how much money we take in I think is a really scary thought to have for the future and I'm getting grey hairs just thinking about it but I can't afford Botox because I'm living hand to mouth <laughs> if, if you don't laugh you'll cry sorry it, it puts a lot of pressure like personally mm. I can't speak for everyone but I feel like I just need to just work super hard but it just kind of sucks that it not it, everyone has money as a driver but now I feel like people are forced to have money as a driver and I don't think that's fair you know what I mean? Some people never envisioned being a having ridiculous amounts of money and going on luxurious holidays and things like that. Some of us, like, okay, so I work recruitment. <laughs> so everyone around me is a money-driven individual. I've landed in the perfect career choice for me, I think. But If you want to be driven because you're driven as a person, not because you're forced to base... Yeah, like our, the career choices that all of us made in the office, I've only known these guys about two weeks, I think. But I think a lot of the career choices that a lot of us made were money motivated you know I mean you wouldn't end up in a commission-based role if you weren't but now I feel like a lot of people feel like they have to have that same mentality and it's just because they can't survive otherwise is absolutely surreal to me I think it's surreal but it's it's a loop gotta ride the wave guys you gotta ride the wave graduated in a pandemic and we sat our final year from home because of covid and that was super stressful because like we submitted our dissertations during covid we couldn't see we couldn't see our friends we just had to stay in quarantine the whole time i don't want to sound tone deaf or anything but it was like really challenging and now that we've overcome that hurdle Mm. And we've graduated. Now that we got to it and we're in the working world, like now I can cruise and enjoy my life and have fun and whatever. And it's, oh, inflation goes up. Oh, mm-hmm. bills go up. This goes up. That goes up. And you're yeah. like, can I breathe? Can yeah. I breathe? This is the brain? thing. We're not going to, like, people who are, when you're no longer in, I guess, at uni. And uni, I think, can sometimes feel like a not real life like it can feel just like your own little world and I guess the moment that uni is over you don't have that typical routine and things like that so you kind of have to figure it all out for yourself and I think you really do 
realize the effects like money has and the importance that money has when you're not in that environment anymore I think so I think this inflation situation I think we're going to see if we can ride it all together there's nothing we can really do I think I was talking to one of the guys in the office this week and I was talking about the university fees and, and, and the interest rates and stuff and he was like there's nothing really anyone can do and you know what normally no, yeah normally I, that would upset me but I think it's, it's just the truth what can we do just work hard but, but I think that, the same- like, that's it but I think at the same time, having a side hustle, like having two jobs, you're taxed higher anyway. So nine times out of 10, unless that side hustle is making you a lot more money than your current salary is in, in whatever your, I guess, main job is, there's no point in having a side hustle because you're losing more money than you're gaining in tax. So again, like, what do you really do in that situation? Salary is now very much based off experience and skill set, and getting a job even in the working world degree is not enough. You're getting taxed more than if you just worked one job but working one job nine times out of ten we have to live hand to mouth it's it's a crazy situation having two things at once is a lot like (laughs) we have our jobs and then You know, we also have, we're recording this on a Friday when everyone is out, whatever. And I'm not pitying myself because anyway, it's a blessing. And I absolutely love this podcast, but it's like a job. We were saying this yesterday, actually. Mm. Doing a podcast is great, but it's like a full-time job because there's just Mm -hmm. so much that goes on. And there's so much discipline that you have to have. Maybe you'd like to go out on a particular night, but actually you have to stay because you have to edit a particular episode. Just that kind of stuff. It's it's a lot of work. So So to have a side hustle together, extra money anyway in itself is draining and no one should be running themselves into the ground and that's when bad mental health comes in and things like that so the effects of inflation on just genuinely so many kind of psychological factors as well is just insane it's just it's crazy the thing is you have to think about it but I think as well and it's unfortunate and I didn't want this episode to be like hella depressing or anything but I think (laughs) but I think the topic of inflation is depressing anyway but I think when you are riding this wave I think the main thing to do is just figure out certain areas where you can cut less and spend more that's literally I may even title the episode that cut and spend more tips on inflation no there's no tips in here <laughs> but yeah I think that would that is just my final piece of, of wisdom from a 22 also, year old like, woman but you should always be grateful for everything that you do have and not think about what you don't have sorry I'm going on like a philosophical avenue but I feel like gratitude is important <laughs> some people don't have jobs just be grateful for the things that you do have but I do want to point this out just because it could be worse doesn't mean it should be worse so don't yeah I'm not you know, so literally just because think of everything people are don't. Yes, don't mean that you're not going through shit you know everyone's going through a really shit time but if anybody needs anything please do message us and we can get some advice but yeah I think I'm gonna wrap it up there sorry for the this is a bit of a hefty one a bit of a heavy one as well but nonetheless we hope that you guys have enjoyed it we hope we've said some interesting things and um, we've said quite controversial things in this episode as well we're looking forward to the feedback but no matter where you are day night afternoon evening <laughs> wherever you are we hope you have a lovely day and we'll talk to you soon bye bye bye